This is a Life School Podcast, episode number 151, and today we're going to help parents help their kids understand the important differences between dating, courtship, engagement, and marriage. No, I'm not a writer. Okay. Welcome to the Life School Podcast, where each week you'll learn how to live with greater intentionality and an integrated faith that naturally fits into every area of life. This is the stuff your parents, teachers, and pastors forgot to tell you. I'm Heath Hollinsby, and I'm here with your host, Caesar Kalinowski. Well, hello. How are you, my friend? I'm good, man. You're good to go. You're living the dream today. Living the dream, gearing up. <laughs> I, I feel the love in the air as we're talking about Valentine's Day, you know, coming up here in two days. And it is coming up. And this, yeah, we're gonna we'll get into the episode in a little bit, and this will be sort of on point for Valentine's Day, but not in the way anybody thinks. Yeah, right? nice little so, spin. But uh, yeah, I mean, here we are, and um, podcast uh, listenership's going up. I'm excited and thankful yep. for that. So I just want to thank our listeners. You must be sharing it, showing up regularly, all that stuff, right? Yeah. In fact, if you've not just like shared it, like when we send out the post or you see it in Facebook feed or whatever, would you just share that out for us? Cost you nothing. Yeah. yeah. Nice We'd love that because it just helps get the word out. And uh, yeah, Absolutely. And we love hearing from you guys too. Hey, speaking of love, we've been shown <laughs> some love by some new uh, reviews that we wanted to call out here. Uh, oh, oh, up in iTunes. Yeah, the yeah. iTunes review. People are listening and leaving reviews. Uh, Andrew-VCT is his name, and he says, Life School is a helpful podcast for putting the gospel first over our current traditions and preferences. I feel like it's helping me become more gospel fluent. Boom. Love it. That's what we want, right? Exactly. Thanks, Andrew-VCT. And then KS Pastor, who wrote from Germany. Yes, I don't. I was gonna try to do a, a German accent. We're actually, like, we're like we have listeners like in fifty plus countries. It's yeah, crazy. I love it. It's like, so. Cool. I don't know how you're finding us, but keep <laughs> finding us. <laughs> so KS Pastor says, "High quality podcast, real topics, gospel centered, interesting hosts. What more can I say? Not much." So here's the begging. So here's the begging. Like if you've not stopped by and given us a review, yeah, and you know just like click the stars and do that. Would you do it? I know it takes. Oh gosh, it's got to take a minute. <laughs> it's got to take a whole minute of your life, but you're going to listen for 30 and, and we spend hours preparing these. So that would be such a huge blessing. Absolutely. All right. The thousands and people listening, we don't have thousands of reviews. So I think we should come up with some sort of a bonus episode. Like when we hit, when we hit a hundred reviews, I don't think we have a hundred reviews yet. Do we? No, nope, not yet. When we get to review 100, we'll do, we'll do like a bonus hour long episode on something really scandalous and meaty, you know, stuff we try to avoid. Really? I'm down with that. Yeah. We'll just do a bonus episode. So if you and I'm not we're not I'm not we're not just pulling your leg here. If you want that, like and and you also just love us and are learning some stuff, leave the review yep. and um and help us get to hundred reviews because when we hit hundred reviews, we'll record a special bonus episode and we'll do something real juicy. That's gonna be a lot of fun, man. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. Um so today and by the way, we're at seventy reviews right now. So we're only we're thirty away. Oh. That's easy. That could happen this week. Right now, there's, I don't know, lots and lots of you listening, right? So 30 of you just went like, oh, hey, pause a second. I'm getting in on that because I want to see. And by the way, too, you can, you can over on our Facebook page, mm-hmm. and Life School Podcast Group, you can join that and you can leave us ideas too. Like, hey, I left a review and here's the juicy topic I want you to address. Yep, absolutely. Like, no one will touch it with a 10-foot pole. We will. We'll take it on. We'll just use your pole. <laughs> <laughs> Love that, man. So okay. th- thanks well, for those get, awesome reviews. Today... Yeah. We are, we're actually going to talk about how parents can help their kids uh, in avoiding all too common and unhealthy like dating pitfalls that 
they just don't understand the difference between dating, courtship, engagement, and marriage, right? Yeah, that's a mouthful, right? <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. But it's true. And so, like, you know, I we I feel like to do like to do a really strong like, hey, marriage, and here's some Valentine's Day tips. Ah, there's yeah. a million tons of that stuff. Sure. And uh, truth be known, I'm reading them because I need to learn. <laughs> sure. But as I look at, I look at either we have listeners that aren't married. Yep. Right. And so they look at Valentine's Day and they're like, mm, I don't know, you know, yeah. like am I gonna hand out lots of flowers and chocolate or whatever, you know, they're thinking through dating still sure. and maybe they have an eye towards marriage, yep. right? Um, or people have their kids either in that dating slash looking to get married age or they know it's coming. Sure. So it, it's not every listener. It's a lot of listeners, yep. right? It's I think it hits just about everybody. But there is, um, a, there is this huge, I think, misunderstanding. It's not even really talked about. I Googled it and you can't barely find anything hmm. on the differences between dating What's dating really all about? Courtship then follows dating. Engagement, once you're engaged, um, what's that all about and what's the goals of that? And then, okay, that leads to then hopefully marriage, right? For for those gods ordained that for. So anyway, that's what we're going to talk about today. And I got a lot to cover and I don't want to go over. So yeah, yeah. let's let's get started because um, I think a lot of our listeners might not know much about you and Tina. Uh, your family, your marriage, your kids. So why don't you start by telling us a little bit of your story as we sort of set this table for why this topic is so important to you. Okay, so um, first off, I'll say that uh, our parents told us nothing about this ever. Okay. Like they never talked about dating or courtship. None, zero. Sure. How to have a good marriage. We both came from broken marriages Hmm. growing up. My parents actually got remarried after 11 months of being divorced. My dad got saved. How cool is and that? And I came home one day and my dad was there not on his visitation day. And I was like, what are you doing here? And he's like, oh, well, it's your story. I couldn't believe it, right? Unreal. Yeah. Anyway, but um, so we weren't, we, none of this, we were taught any of this, right? Sure. And so um, we had no idea what the difference was between any of that stuff. But we started dating. Okay. okay? We met and then started dating uh, when we were 16 in high school. We went wow. to rival high schools literally in the same town wow. and um, we started dating and it was kind of cross town thing. You sure. Know? Um, and that was uh, this, this year we're coming up on 34 years. Wow. Is that right? 35? Jeez. Jeez, man. Yeah. I should know. Over three decades. Now we were eight years old when we met and we got married at 11. So <laughs> that's why I look so yeah. That's right. So and, and we had kids right away. <laughs> anyway, so, so we didn't know anything and, and seriously, by God's grace, we would not be married today. And I, I'm not, I'm not throwing that out like, like flippantly. Sure. Like we would not. And Tina and I have gone through like most couples ups and downs and it, but I would say on the curve, man, it just gets better and better, you know? uh-huh. but because of the gospel and what we're learning about our identity and who God is. Right. Sure. And the same with our kids. So we have three kids. Um, they're grown. Two of them are married and I've talked about them before. So I have my, my son, Caesar, he's our firstborn. He's mm-hmm. Caesar four. Got to drop in because we just, he just said Caesar five, him yeah. and his wife. Right. And, um, my daughter, Kristen, who's been married a little bit longer and has our grandson Patton and, and then my daughter, Justine, who is not yet married. Yep. Okay. And um, not even actively dating just right now. Her career is, uh, she's a flight attendant and she's doing a lot of travels and all that. Yeah. And, um, but she does some dating, but maybe not in the way that people think. And I'm going to define all that. So cool. we, we've been married a long time. And I would say that the things I'm going to talk about today, we, we learned along the way because we weren't taught it yep. through, through life lessons, um, pastoring uh, and raising these kids. And I would say the things that I'm going to share today by God's grace, our kids, they did this. Hmm. And we've seen now, like I said, two out of three are married and they're both married really well. 
Yeah. Like they're married forever. I'm really pretty confident in that. And I'll talk about a lot of that stuff. You know? That's awesome. And so there might even be things today that I fly past. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, if you're listening to this, you're like, oh, I want more of that. Just write us and yeah. get on, you know, get on the Facebook, Facebook group, group with yeah. us and we'll go deeper. And if yeah. it's necessary, we'll do another episode and dig down into the channels of all this. Okay. So. Okay. So let's, let's walk through what these four critical seasons of relationship are and what the goals are for each season or maybe even the phase. So we've got dating, courtship, engagement, and marriage. How would you define those and unpack each one of those a bit? Okay. First off, I'd say, um, but when someone goes on a date, it's not very helpful to immediately assume that this is a marriage interview and assessment. Okay. Okay. But people do. Sure. And in my experience, being a Christian and pastoring for years, I, I see like Christians are the worst when it comes to like <laughs> every date is like an engagement interview or marriage interview. Sure. You know, I saw a meme recently where, um, gal sitting across the guy from, you know, at a table having dinner or something like that. And she goes, well, since it's our first date, I thought it'd be really important to go ahead and name our first five kids. You know, it's like, <laughs> wow. And I was like, I need that. You know, yeah. maybe if we can, if I can find that, we'll go ahead and post it with this episode. But, okay. but, uh, so here's what dating I think is. Okay. Okay. And you'll see as we go along how these all flow and why they're important. So, um, this will loop around a little bit. Sure. So I think dating is a time for building relationships and test and friendship like you're 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 building uh-huh. friendships and you're testing out relationships and i think it's a time to learn about yourself in relation to those of the opposite sex hmm. now for many people that's part of that process happens in parenting sure okay like we've talked about in other episodes i've dated my daughters since they were little yep. okay my wife did the same with her son so that's part of it but but you know it's yeah. not all of it so dating is is building friendships and learning how to even interact and be with people of the opposite sex. Right. Okay. And it's to learn about what you find important in other people and attractive and what's a turnoff. Yep. And, and why not? <laughs> right. Absolutely. Um, and I'll just say this, I'm big on group dating, especially for younger folks. Okay. I'm big on it. Um, but even those in their twenties and beyond. And as I'm going to point out, you know, coming up here, dates are not supposed to be courtship. Hmm. That's different. Okay? okay. So, uh, right away I know a bunch of our listeners are like, well, um, should Christians be dating non-Christians? Yeah. You know, the whole unequally yoked thing. Sure. Okay. Um, in my understanding and definition I just gave of what dating is, I don't think there's a yokedness going on. Okay. Um, it, to me to say that, and not, not, and a lot of people are going to disagree or their fear of what could happen. So keep, you know, if their kids were to date a non-Christian, sure. Uh, hold on, keep going. There's more to the process because there's four crucial steps yeah, here, right? Absolutely. Um, so don't freak out yet, but let me hear me out. Um, so if, if, if dating is about building friendships and all, it's like, well, what about the whole unequally yoked? Well, does that mean you can't have friendships with not yet believers? Yeah. How are you ever going to make question. disciples? And I'm not saying missionary dating. I'm just saying if dating is about building friendships, you're often doing it in groups. You're learning about yourself as much as other people. Mm-hmm. That's not sinful. Okay. okay. You can't, won't find anything biblical that says don't do that. Sure. Uh, I, I'm not a big fan <laughs> at all. In fact, I'm dead against it. A believer marrying a not yet believer. I think mm. you have just problems galore. I just, sure. it's, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, I, and I think the scripture could point to that as well. But when dating, we let our kids date. Okay. Not yet believers because they didn't see it as marriage light. Mm-hmm. I can remember even way back in high school 
And I was kind of lost as a goose and wasn't even dating yet or yeah. barely ever in my whole life, right? Sure. There was always those kids that were like dating forever, you know, the guy or girl that's just <laughs> yeah, with everybody. Right. And I would just see them up against the lockers just like going at it, man, yeah. just like making out. And they were always together huh. and they were on the phone nonstop and they were, you know, yeah. and I was like, that's like marriage light. Yeah. And you guys are like 16 or 17. That's simmer down. Like simmer down. It's <laughs> not even get a room. Like don't get a room. Like just yeah. be friends first, right? Yeah. And so I think dating is about that. And and right. I and I could point to and praise God for very, you know, very, many opportunities with uh, that or examples where my own kids yeah. were dating someone and as soon as that person that wasn't a believer okay. soon, or had gone on dates. Let's say that there was no exclusivity. Sure. It was just like, Hey, had gone on dates either in group or, you know, Hey, let's go out and get some coffee. Or let's go to a movie or whatever. Um, and as soon as that person either made it very clear that they had no interest in faith or, um, they wanted more from the relationship emotionally or physically than they were going to go, sure. you know, cause it, that's a marriage thing, you know, yep. i.e. sex or like making out like crazy. Or whatever. Yeah. They were just like, Hey, 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 that's something I say for marriage. This is, you know, yeah. I'm just trying to be friends with you. Yep. And they, that was that. Hmm. Now they also dated people in faith of faith as well, right. but we kind of had the same criteria. Makes sense. That's great. Yeah, absolutely. So, so, you know, there again, not all of our listeners are going to agree with me. Okay. Sure. Let's move to courtship. Okay. Okay. So imagine if you've learned over the time how to build friendships and you kind of are learning about what's important to you and you're learning about yourself and where you're weird and awkward and that's what's going on. Now, what's courtship? I actually looked up the word courtship because it's not used that much anymore. Dictionary says it's a period during which a couple develop a romantic relationship, especially with a view towards marriage. Huh. I thought that's pretty accurate. Yeah, it's great. That's not dating though. Nope. Yeah. That's not what a date is. A date is like a calendared time to hang out, be mm. friends. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so it's but, important to yeah, separate those two. Right. Yeah. So so then courtship is when when two people that have probably been on several dates, or even they might have said, Hey, let's date exclusively for a while, they begin to pursue deeper connections emotionally mm -hmm. and see they're testing out to see if romantic love is blooming as well. Okay, so um, dating and courtship too often, though, get rolled into one immediate ball so that first dates are really courtship rituals. Okay, right? It's unfair, yeah. And it's super unfair, I think. Yeah. And think about the pressure you're putting on somebody. First couple dates, that was funny when I got going again, great. And in the back of your mind, you have picked out the house and yeah. the kids and where you're going to, and I'm going to stay home and you're not going to work and I'm going to work and you're not going to work, yeah. I'm going to work, you know, all that stuff. And you're like, whoa. Don't put that on friendships. Yeah. That's not, you know, that's like usury at that's any level. It's interesting, man, because when I was dating or courting Kathleen even, <laughs> the uh, I remember we weren't allowed our whole time before we got married. It was always done. We didn't go on a single date anywhere. It was always with friends. We always had uh, family around. And that was a, the goal of, of the whole courting relationship was like, hey, even if this doesn't pan out, you're still friends. Our families love each other. It's not weird. It's not awkward. So... We were never allowed to just go out one on one and do anything together. We never went on a date before we were married. It's fascinating. And, and I and I and I think too that you know our listeners can understand that certain conversations on a date are they're personal. Sure. Right. If you're moving to talking about like, hey, you want to get married? How many kids you want to have? You know, like, where would you want to live? What do you think about this? Let's yeah. talk about our theology. You know, whatever. You, man, that's that's courtship. Yeah. Because now you're starting to test deeper waters. Yep. Absolutely. And you're seeing if more of the categories of, you know, that are going to be important later Line might up. be a fit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If they're lining up. All right. So engagement is the next step. Okay. So now after, after 
maybe lots of dating, like getting to know yourself and make friends and know what it looks like to be friends. And now you've made friends with us. Like you're deep. And we, we always tell people like in my mar- premarital counseling, it's like, please be marrying your best friend. Yeah. If they're not there yet, then you d- don't need to be getting you moving to courtship or engagement. Like sure. become friends. Yep. You know, become friends. And then you, there's all that goes into being good friends. Right now, let's say you've been doing that. And now through courtship, you've had those kind of conversations and you're starting to feel there is reciprocal, like emotional attachment, sure. starting to form maybe some romantic, you know, ideas and all that. And you're, you can see this person is maybe that case. And so now engagement is an event. Okay. Okay. Like you get engaged, you know, where a co-commitment to move toward marriage is entered into. Hmm. Notice courtship's not any kind of a commitment yet, is yeah. it? Yeah. No, not at all. Okay. But this is where people are like, we dated and we're engaged. And then boom, huge blowups. And they're like, well, we, but we booked the hall and, you know, yeah. I got the ring already. All, you know, millions of people and all the diamond, you know, all the diamond stores or whatever <laughs> rings or jewelry stores. <laughs> I was like, don't, don't say that. We yeah. want to sell those rings that end up in drawers or thrown in a river. Like, F you. Yeah, sure. you know? <laughs> and so engagement's this event where a co-commitment towards moving towards mar- marriage is entered into. Hmm. And then you enter a time of preparation for marriage. Okay. That's what engagement's all about. Okay. So, but so, so often the only thing prepared for during the engagement period is like wedding planning. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. That's a question I almost just asked you is that as you're preparing to enter into marriage, it's not just the physical side of it, of booking the hall and getting the ring and ordering the flowers, but it's also engagement is saying we've courted and we think, we think now that marriage could be in our future. Yeah. Okay. And so I've asked this person, would you marry me yet? Now we're going to prepare to be married. Sure. Including having a wedding. Yeah. Now, you know, in the communities that I've helped lead sure. at this point, we, we kind of say, Hey, part of what's going on in engagement and maybe even pre-engagement, but it's kind of rolled in there is don't set dates yet. There's okay. a lot of work to do that will help determine when you'll be prepared to enter into a marriage. Yeah. So don't go like, oh my gosh, we had three dates and it was like, bang, and we're engaged. And the wedding date was set on the engagement date. Let's get married next May. It's like, whoa, how could you possibly know all that? Huh. That's being just driven by emotions and heart and it's not wise. Now, can it work out sometimes? Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, every, there's people listening right now like, my parents went on two dates, they eloped, they've been married for 85 years. Like, you know, yeah. praise God for that. <laughs> you know? Yeah, it's beautiful. Right. But that's not, wow. You know, that's not the goal. So, so like I said, too, too often, the only thing going on during the engagement period is planning for the wedding. So um, now let me give you a little advice here. Uh, things that can and would be important to prepare for, okay, would, would be um, things like, how about this? Um, your marriage expectations. Hmm. Or maybe some of, this is, some of these things I'm about to share might have come up during courtship. Sure. But, but I'll tell you what, having done a lot of pre-marriage counseling, Almost none of what I'm about to share gets talked about before they sit down with me and the date's set. I'm like, oh, wait, whoa, Nelly. So how about marriage expectations? Hmm. Who do you think will work? What do you think it's going to be like? You know? Yeah, that's um, good. How often do you want to have sex? What's that going to be all about? Who's going to take the lead in that? Like, how often is enough? Not, you know, Important and, questions. Yeah. And that'll change. But, okay, how about personality issues? Hmm. There's nobody, I don't care how in love you are, unless you're just too immature to be married, you're going to know a few things about a person. You go, that part of their personality kind of bugs me, might bug me. Yeah, that's okay. God uses those things that bug us yep. to show us where we're not like Jesus yet. But but let's talk about them. Sure. What's the thing behind the thing? What's the gospel unbelief? Why does that bug me about her? Yeah. Why is that bug him? You know, her by yep. him, right? Working through some of that stuff. Uh, communication issues. 
Whew. Massive. Massive. Yeah. Couldn't spend more. There's not enough time to spend on that pre-marriage. Okay. Yeah. Um, how, how are you going to resolve conflict? Because it's coming. Yeah. Do you have tools? Do you have skills? Have you had a good conflict yet? How did it resolve? What did you learn from it? Did you discuss it with anybody older, wiser? Sure. Finances. Um, yep. Uh, yeah. All kinds of things. I can't believe how many people I talk to, you know, on their way to getting ready to get married and we're counseling them, getting them ready. Their parents never opened up a budget, never showed them any of that. They don't know if they had one. They never talked about it. Huh. Then we're like, how do you guys plan to manage it? I don't know. We both work. I have a bank account. He does. I think um, he'll probably pay the rent or the mortgage and I'll probably pick up food and, and I don't know what we're going to do for Good luck. Well, you're one flesh. <laughs> like what's going on? You we have to talk about that. That's yeah. one person, one flesh, one family, one yeah. budget, right? Uh, talk about that. Um, leisure activities. What do you like spending time doing? Do you like doing mm-hmm. everything together? Probably not. It's actually healthy to do some things not. Sure. How much time? Like what if like someone is like, okay, I really don't see him during football season because he's between all the games huh. and fantasy leagues and his buddies. I'm, do you know that in advance? Have you discussed it? Are you thinking it'll just go away? Yep. It, it, you know? Yeah, it's time to enter into those. Uh, uh, child and parenting, uh, family and friends. How much time do you plan to spend with your family? How important is family to you? Like, do you want your family involved in your parenting when yeah. that day comes, hopefully, right? Sure. Um, what about your role relationships? Is it just like this 50-50 thing? Well, here's my experience. 50-50 don't work. It's 100-100. Yep. 50-50 says, well, you keep your half, I'll keep my half. Problem is I draw the line of half. Yeah. Way different. <laughs> yeah. So no, this you know, is an all in on, on and, both sides. And then I'm gonna, I saved this one for last, but... How about spiritual beliefs beyond mm. just like you believe in God? Yeah, I do. Are you Christian? Yeah, I sure do. It's like, whoa, unless you met at church. But even if you meet at church, ah, don't assume yep. maturity, the ability to be led yeah. and then also be have that person lead you. Mm. All that stuff. Those are the types of things that engagement is for. And you get to plan out a cool party, <laughs> you know, big. and all that stuff. Right. Yeah, I love that. Okay. Now, like I said, while these topics, they may have been discussed in, in part while court, you know, courting engagements a time when these important issues, they get worked on Yeah, and they get discussed in depth and hopefully along with your parents and or other wise, you know, counselors in your life. Okay. Yeah. Um, here's one too. This was really big in team K. How do your siblings and other family members relate and communicate with this person and vice mm. versa? Like, like I'm uh, You're bringing my, them into the family, man. <laughs> you know, my kids have all said, unless my brother and sister sign off. Yeah. D- done deal. Uh, so as soon as they're starting to even court, yep. not a dating level, but as soon as it's courtship, like, Hey, we might be thinking about that could be, yeah, it's a big deal. How's it work out? It's a big family, deal. Yeah. And I, I don't want to say too much more because I'll be giving away stuff and my kids will listen to this and be upset. But <laughs> I, I have, uh, there are people that are no longer on the radar for the two that are married huh. because they were nixed. Wow. My daughter who was married to Daniel, yeah. would, you know, and they were very certain they were going to get married. And we felt like, oh my gosh, he's the guy we've been praying since she was a baby for. Sure. But my son, her older brother, who's like her best friend, yeah. was deployed in the military at the time. She said, we will not get engaged until he returns from the military and Caesar and Daniel have had time enough to hang out. And if my huh. brother gives his, you know, vote of approval, and I think and hope he will, um, then we'll get engaged. And they did it. Wow. And it was months and months of waiting for him to come back from war yeah. so she can get engaged and get into counseling issues and all, you know, all this yeah. stuff, right? Wow. So That's how beautiful cool. though, right? Yeah, how beautiful awesome though, story. Right? Checks and balances. Okay. So uh, here's a question for you. It's a little bit, uh, it's a, it's moving in a different topic slightly, but uh, one thing that I hear quite a bit from my friends and, and I remember hearing this even growing up before I got married was uh, this concept of like, thinking it might be a good idea to try out sex, make sure you're compatible, that part of your marriage before you get married. 
What would you say to you folks? You got to kick the tires in a car before you buy it. Yeah, you right. For a test drive, I don't know. Yeah. It's that stuff that I've heard constantly, right? <laughs> it's so, so bad. You know? It's so bad. What would you say to folks uh, that may feel like once they're engaged that that this is a time to enter into that to test it out before you actually put a ring on it? Yeah, well, that's that's so anti the gospel and anti what Scripture teaches because mm. there's no faith then in God, and it's 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 really a jumping of these processes because if if there actually is a logical patient trusting in the Lord moving from dating to courtship to engagement to marriage. Yeah. Um, that part of your relationship, which is an important part of intimacy, sure. sex, um, is is one of many that will get addressed. Hmm. And if you are a couple that has waited till marriage to have sex, then you both yeah. don't know anything anyway, so you have nothing to base. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> if you've not, if this is a second marriage or if you have in the past in your life you know, had sex and all. Sure. And now you're in a relationship. If you're Christians, I, I'm going to encourage you that sex should not be a part of your relationship as Christians pre-marriage. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I'm just going to say that straight up. Okay. And it part, and here's, here's the reason because the marriage and this, we're heading right into marriage is that, you know, coming sure, out of engagement, one, yeah. um, is, um, is a picture of the gospel hmm. and it's two people committed in covenant and submitted to one another. Okay. that best display what God's really like. God exists in community, Trinitarian, and Father, Son, and Holy Spirit live, exist in this beautiful, we can't barely understand it or you know, explain it, sure. submission to one another that together are God, hmm. Father, Son, and Spirit. And we are created in His image, and in marriage, two coming together, laying down preferences, laying down their life, male and female, unique differences, but made in God's image. Yep. All of that's what it's about. So to jump the shark and say, well, I've got to kick the tires on that. You're saying, God doesn't know who's best for me. Hmm. God can't teach us how to, to care for one another in intimacy and in sexual relationship. Uh, so we'll take that that's all good. into our own hands. Yeah, that's that, good. Yeah. It's just, it, it's not biblical, and it just creates a ton of problems. Hmm. And maybe someday we'll do a whole episode on the challenges that you will face and then, you know, <laughs> for going there. So yeah. let's talk about marriage a little bit because I know we're, we're running long here. So this yep. isn't, I'm not going to do a thing on marriage because that's a whole, right. But hopefully people are seeing how all these steps naturally lead and provide God plenty of time and room to move in our hearts and others to now sure. marriage. Let's just say this marriage is a covenant. It's a sacred bond between a man and a woman instituted by, and actually publicly entered into before God and community. Hmm. That's what happened in scripture. That's, and God, God created it, by the way, he made it up. Sure. <laughs> so marriage, I think is the most intimate of all human relationships. And in fact, like it says in Genesis two, uh, around 23 or so, um, that the man and the woman actually become one flesh in yeah. this union. Wow. What a mystery, hmm. you know, but just like God is one. Right. Sure. Um, I, and I, and as you know, and I think God, like I said, created marriage for humanity. And as first described in Genesis and then later on affirmed by Jesus, marriage is God ordained and it's covenantal between God, man, and that woman. Okay. Pretty important. Yeah. Pretty amazingly important. You would not enter into something like that lifelong. Right. By going like, we had a few dates and like, we, we, we agree on everything. So we set a date like, whoa. Yeah. You just, if, it doesn't if, work. Yeah. And so and we're talking to parents today. So like, please help your kids know, like, you, you, you know, God's got this. He already knows who mm-hmm. you're going to marry you know all that. Yep. Um, so I've already said this before, but marriage is a picture of the gospel. Two image bearers, unique man and woman coming together submitting to one another, laying their life down, coming with unique gifts and perspectives and talent. Oh, it's beautiful, right? Now, 
a caveat here. Well, you know, many commentators and politicians and even judges may revise their understanding of marriage recently uh, in response to shifting, you know, trends and societal views and all that. Sure. I want to say that believers, followers of Jesus should embrace his vision of marriage that, you know, he lays out in Matthew 19. Yep. He goes, haven't you read, Jesus says, that at the beginning, the creator made them male and female. Mm-hmm. And said, for this reason, a man will leave his father and mother and be united to his wife, and the two will become one flesh. So they're no longer two, but one flesh. Therefore, God, what God has joined together, let no one separate. Yeah. So, um, you, you know, maybe some listeners don't like this idea or whatever. I, I, marriage is between a man and a woman. There might be civil unions. There might be people choosing to live together, care for each other, you know, all that stuff. It's not marriage in God's eyes. And to call it that is just like me deciding I want to call my couch a bicycle. It's just, it's not. I mean, I could say it. I can get a law to pass it. It's not the same thing. Marriage is ordained by God between a man and a woman to display what he's like in glory and in union and to procreate, to create what? More image yeah, bearers, more image be bears, fruitful yeah. and multiply. So, all right. So let's jump to the big three. Uh, you can get this for free. And, and the big three is always the three takeaways we'd love for you to kind of remember from this episode. Yeah, if nothing else, get these and maybe get started with this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you can get those for free by going to 123lifeschool.com forward slash episode 151. Again, that's 123lifeschool.com forward slash episode 151. Uh, Caesar, what are the big three for this week? Okay, so that's the download information for these I'm about to hand you here. So first one, God's timing in your life is perfect. Okay. You know, if you're listening to this for yourself or you're listening to this to help your kids, just help them remember that. His timing is perfect. And you may want to, you know, you may wish it was different. You know, like I want to be married now or I've been waiting a long time, whatever. But God is preparing you, yep. your heart or your kids f- for marriage someday if that's his will. If he's ordained it, then you can't... You, can't you know shunt god's will sure his will will be accomplished now if it is his will you can't mess it up but if it's not his will for you to be married to that person you know particular person you really don't want to be in that relationship Hmm. and i i remember telling my kids that it's like honey you can wait and take your time because if it's the person that god has for you forever they'll be there (laughs) they're gonna be there or they're gonna come back around yeah god's work done working on their heart or yours yep but if they're not, oh, you don't want it. Yep, you don't absolutely. want it, right? Okay, so there's no need to rush or skip steps. Try to, you know, go from dating, boom, gauged, you know, sure. you know starting to dating, you look like you're married, eh, you know. Trust God, trust he's a good father. Absolutely. Second, like I said already, but I want to underscore, biblical marriage is a beautiful picture of the gospel and God and what he's like. Hmm. And he's given us marriage as a gift and it's a huge blessing. Okay. But his desire has always been, to show what he is like in the world through marriage and magnify his image and glory, not ours. Sure. Asking God to give you his heart and mind on this as you prepare for marriage someday will help ensure that, you know, false hopes and unrealistic expectations about marriage aren't, aren't brought into that relationship and Hmm. just weighted down. Okay. Trust him, ask him for his heart. Like why does marriage exist? Why do we even have kids? Yeah. And then third, pray for your kid's future spouse. Help them to identify the type of person and qualities that they want in a husband or wife. And it's, I think it's a good idea to write those things down yep. and pray about them, asking God to prepare your heart, you know, or pre- prepare your kid's heart for a marriage that'll be beautiful and it'll last and it'll be this lifelong picture of God's grace and love and acceptance to others. It's okay to know that. Yeah. This is super important. Absolutely, man. 
Hey, thank you for those big three. Okay. Uh, and as we say, you can always get those by going to 123lifeschool.com forward slash episode 151. Uh, and one of the other things that you referenced early on in the show, and I want to just remind listeners, if you want to jump back to episode 117, uh, that's kind of the five things you need to know in um, daddy-daughter dates. So we talked about the importance of dating your children. And so episode 117, if you haven't heard it, is a great one to reference it's, back to. And it's super prep for all of this. Absolutely. When they're younger. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So jump back to that. Beautiful. Uh, as we mentioned, we're on Facebook. The group is growing there. All you got to do is go to the search bar up at the top of Facebook and type in Life School Podcast. Ask to join the group and uh, Caesar or I will approve you to the group. And we have conversations there every week. That's a great time for you to uh, ask questions, engage the dialogue. Even if you disagree with something that is being said on the show, like that's where we get to enter into some of that deeper conversation. And we hope you join us next week as we talk about leading your family in discipleship and missional living as we celebrate officially one year of life on the wow one year of the life school podcast. next year's our big anniversary episode <laughs> that's right wow we should do something i know we're gonna throw a party like when we record that episode let's woo poppers <laughs> like screamers okay hope yeah. everybody will join us for that all right yeah, absolutely and thanks for being with us today for more information you can visit 123lifeschool.com forward slash podcast 